This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the great wizard Bukake, your host. An assassination attempt has been foiled, but its mastermind is escaping. Reginald and Quinny stole horses from an estate. Mrs. Paisley was offered a job at the old campaigner tavern, and Butthole successfully negotiated with the envoy from Cormier. Will he soon find himself dealing with a foreign assassin that has diplomatic immunity? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. Quinny and Reginald, you are racing towards the edge of Asgard in order to intercept uh, the Damarian delegates. Uh, we spent a little bit of time with Mrs. Paisley. We spent a little bit of time with Butthole, catching up on, on them and their, their shenanigans. Uh, but now we are back to you as uh, the two of you, along with the hammers, astride Trevor, the slightly nervous horse, uh, with Aww. a promise of oats and apples uh, lingering in the air, you you rush for the wall. Uh, so the previous animal handling check didn't go great. Uh, time is time is ticking away. Um, I'm gonna need uh, either another animal handling or, given that Quinny can talk to the animals, <laughs> sing and squeak and squawk like the animals. Um, <laughs> you may have other other means. So as the two of you are astride, Trevor the uncertain horse. What is what is your plan? What kind of check do you want to make, or what kind of strategy do you want to use to speed this horse up so you don't entirely miss the the fleeing delegates? For riding this horse, do I think it would be faster to fly if I'm on this horse and it's it's struggling to take these corners or whatever? If we're not using roads anymore and just going straight to where we want to go, is that faster? Or are these where horses... We're, where we're going, we don't need roads. Uh, it would likely be be faster than, than horseback. I mean, even just if they were super fast, they are still having to, to dart through roads and, and that sort of thing. Okay. While we're galloping along, I'm just going to... I'm like... I, th- I think of myself as like uh reginald is like sitting in the saddle and like riding and i am standing up behind him but the height <laughs> difference is basically i'm the, like the height of his torso so i still kind of like come around the side i'm like just holding on to like his gorget or whatever because he's got his armor on uh and i'm like hey uh this isn't going great um if we needed to be somewhere as soon as possible uh where would that be and uh if everyone else could show up later uh <laughs> where would that go? Like, if we left you and me, I can only bring one other person with me, but if you and I left to where we need to be right away, would you want to do that and instruct your other riders to join us when they can? Yeah, they know where they're going. Fuck this. This is terrible. This horse is, this horse is weird. Yeah, okay. Uh, and just, just quickly switch over to be speech. And we're just like, Trevor, stick with the pack, stick with the herd. And I uh, just, what? Uh, 
uh, I uh, <laughs> I cast fly. Um, all my warlock spells are at fourth level, which means that when I cast fly at fourth level, uh, I can uh, I can cast it on myself or. Right, it's, it's touch spell, so I cast it on myself, but I can also cast it on one additional creature. So I also cast it on Reginald, and we yes! are both going to fly right up out of the saddle of this horse. And the thing that surprises you, Quinny, is Reginald's a fucking natural because he can <laughs> snort gems and fly. It's just slower. So for him, this yeah. is just super flight. Okay. Well, now that you said that, Ryan, uh, I'm curious about what this looks like. Because I mean, I, before you said that, I was uh, as my I often do. Uh, imagining kind of a Michael Caine Ebenezer Scrooge holding a hand of a Muppet being like, whoa, I'm flying. Uh, <laughs> but if you've flown before, is this a Superman? Like what, what, what do the two of you look like as you adorably take off together into the night? Yeah. Who's Neo flying with? I mean, Neo is flying with uh, General Zod. Just an armored <laughs> behemoth of a man with a cape soaring next to him. <laughs> Looking slightly put upon. Yeah, just a yeah. golden general Zod. Yep. I just, before we get up uh, uh, too far, I just want to shout in Reginald's you know, ear as we're taking off. I'm like, we got 10 minutes or for as long as I can concentrate. When this spell stops, you drop. Don't forget it. And I'm just, we zoom. Okay. <laughs> We zoom. Uh, so the two of you uh, take off into the night sky, uh, flying in, in your various forms. I'm kind of bummed that uh, Reginald isn't magnetoing it, where he's just like standing up. <laughs> but uh, this works too. So yeah, the uh, the two of you. That's take why off. he's slower normally. Is he's, right. he magnetos it, but he's faster. Yeah, you got to be able to pose, power pose the entire time. Um, <laughs> the magnetism he's the master of. It's just charm, you know? Uh, so the two of you take off uh, through the night, uh, and you are, you're flying for the, the edge of, of a car. I think this is fine. Um, you're, you're up and over, over the buildings. That's great. Weirdly, though, I do think I will need perception from you because it is nighttime. Uh, there are also, like, fireworks going off back in the distance. Uh, you're getting a bit of that Wonder Woman invisible jet nonsense shot uh, as you... Uh, as you zip through, you're not like flying through the fireworks, but they're around. Um, so and you're trying after, to spot after after a short break from the paisley paisley. You just hear it, yeah, fuck the planters, fuck the planters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happens in phase two of the mural. I don't care. You're just carried on the wind. Yeah. Uh, does my uh, devil sight, which gives me dark vision up to 120 feet, does that give me advantage or yeah, anything like I, that? I definitely we're looking advantage at advantage on that for sure. Thank you. And Reginald, you could honestly probably take advantage as well because I think you come from a grimdark universe where like everything is either in sepia or dark. You uh, mean the bad thing is coming from the darkness? What a twist. <laughs> How will I spot it? <laughs> Just hit the darkness constantly. Yeah, so go for it. <laughs> oh, that's much better. 15. St still not great. Um, still not used to having a physical character sheet for this game. <laughs> uh, 16 for me. 16? Okay. Yeah. Um, you do not pick up any, uh, any motion. Um, you're hoping to kind of see, uh, you know, the, the cartoon cloud of dust and, and smoke sure. and stuff as people run away. Um, or, uh, at the very least Reginald, like people skulking in the kind of brush and, and sort of area outside the, the, the town, but you don't pick up any of that, uh, as you, as you fly, despite your roles. Um, 
assuming these folks are taking more typical uh, methods of transportation, um, we, we're a walled city. How many exits do they have? Uh, they never came into the city. So uh, when but the our and, delegate did. Oh yes, yes. Good point. Um, oh, that's an interesting. Yeah, because he and his horses and all that shit point. were inside. Because these idiots yes, ran the yeah, stables. Yeah, on Geese was inside. Uh, the it was like his backup that was outside. That's a very good point. Uh, so in terms of exits from a car, I've got a map here. Yeah, I also have my map. I don't think I, I necessarily. I may be an OSHA violation because I don't. You think did not mark I, the fire exit. Did not mark the exit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I mean, they talked about jumping off the cliff and meeting him outside. So if we're looking at where we would have gone, the exit he was quote unquote supposed to use. Yeah, was is the north. Of cliff. So the, the assumption yeah. now though is they would have just died, right? Yeah. 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 So. The cliff where the uh, the portal was is the northeast kind of corner. Uh, you've got the exploded wall south of that. So if, you know, Reginald, before Butthole convinced you that you're a hero in waiting and not a coward, uh, if you were a coward, or during your cowardy days, I guess, uh, at the height of your cowardice, would you have gone out the hole in the wall or would you have tried to find another way out? Uh I mean, if it wasn't getting watched and he was going to bail, you, you you don't look for a new hole when there's already a hole. You yep. fucking get your way through that hole and you Fair. carry a shitload of gold to bribe your way out. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. So then I think it would be safe to assume that any envoy attempting to escape the city in a rush would probably uh, not go off the cliffs if the, the patsies are going to be raining yeah, off the side of the cliff. Yeah, wouldn't want to be near them. But um, the hole in the wall is fairly fairly close to that. And as we established, it's wide enough. It's not like there's a singular hole. It's not like a breach. It's like a giant chunk of wall has come down. So there's just an area that's patrolled that you could theoretically sneak out of. So I guess my question to you is, would you go search that? Or would you go to where, like, are you trying to triangulate roughly where you think he would get to? What's What's the next play here? This is an interesting line of inquiry. I'm just curious. All right, so we could have gone out the hole in the wall, which feels very, I'm a coward getting out of here. At the same time, ugh, I hate the horde. Uh, okay, so dark world <laughs> possibility. Somebody else set up the Damaran people to, and it wasn't actually him, in which case Longadon Geese is just sitting at fireworks because he doesn't know this is happening, and it's game with thin games. Uh, should we cover our ass and check both? Uh, yeah, but there's got to be a pecking order here, like an uh, emergency... It's it's like we're we're trying to track down a a, a would be assassin here. So what? Check the emergency exit first, and then that makes sense. Exit. Or, or we split up. I check the hole in the wall, and you go check the palace to see if Dickhead's still in his room or something, or if he's at the fireworks show. Uh, yeah, yeah, we could do that. I don't have any way of talking to you though. Yeah, I don't have that either. This sucks. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> stick together or split up. I mean, I think stick together. Look, I got one more fancy trick up my sleeve. I've been kind of doing a lot tonight, but uh, after that, I'm a little tapped out. All right, well, fuck it. Let's check the bolt hole. If he doesn't know what's happening, then he's going to be sitting in the chair like an idiot either way. That's right, yeah. To the hole in the wall. Takes <laughs> 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 off immediately. <laughs> yeah, there's Kia, then there's Yeah. Um, amazing. Okay, so the two of you uh, whip your way over to the, the hole in the wall. Uh, you arrive and it's again a, a patrolled sort of disaster zone. There, um, you are you doing it just like an uh, like are, are you the traffic helicopter? Just a hundred percent. Yes. Okay. Figure out what's going on. We could talk to them first, but if we could spot somebody, then we can deal with them. All right. So I think I'm going to need investigation from the sky. Arnie Pie with Arnie in the sky. 
you want that from both of us? I think so, unless Quinny, you just want to act as. I mean, one of you can can one of you can be Legolas, and the other one can be Aragorn asking Legolas what his elf eyes see. That's that's fine as well, and you can get you can gift advantage, or you can each attempt it. Is I guess kind of what I'm getting at. I mean, it both sounds like advantage, just with different modifiers. Uh, <laughs> well, one one way it's two of you rolling and then adding your own stats. If your stats are different, then it's perhaps a different result. He said yeah. mathily. Uh, or you can <laughs> confer advantage on the one of you who perhaps has devil sight and or is a paranoid monster, depending on who you think has the best <laughs> chance there. Uh, well, I guess without getting too metagamey, um, I, uh, I think I'd probably leave it to... Reginald, he's the one who kind of pitched the these options. So I figure sure. Quinny, Quinny's going to know vision, what he's Reginald looking for. Has Coward Watch. Yeah, Coward Watch 2023. <laughs> Coward Watch 2 is really disappointing when they canceled the story mode and had all those loot box problems. But yeah, I, I had fun with Coward Watch 1. <laughs> now that I have advantage, 23. All right. Coward Watch 1 was better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's right. just making helicopter sounds. He doesn't even know what a helicopter is. He's just going like... So he looks around to be sure that he's seeing everything. Every time he moves his eyes, he goes a fa. Oh my god, they're moving that fast. Yeah, he's gonna make himself sick. <laughs> You're like a, a headache. It's like an '80s sci-fi uh, scanning protocol where there's just like the 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 tape sounds underneath it because they assumed it would still be run that way. Looking around, you with a 23, you don't see any kind of like. Berlin wall sprints going on like there's no like th there's no clear kind of delegate rushing from place to place it's being patrolled you can tell that again like the the Akal army is pretty good at shit like this or uh, the town watch is, is good at shit like this so um it's it's uh, Reginald at a glance this is your worst nightmare as an escapee in that everyone no one is like at ease, no one is watching the fireworks. Everyone is is very aware that this is a massive, literally gaping hole in the defenses of the city. Um, so very alert uh, and no sign of of tomfoolery. What do you think? Well, everyone here is very alert, and there's no sign of tomfoolery. I. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Plagiarism is a hell of a thing. <laughs> oh my god! But not a crime, according to the Charter of Future Freedoms. Um, okay, so <laughs> you have a right to write. That's down what we get you for want. letting Miss Paisley yeah. write it. The one who yeah, likes yeah, yeah. plagiarism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. It looks like he's not here. Oh, I bet this fucking guy's dead. That's what I'd do if I was some evil queen. Uh, and she fucked with the poisons. Okay, so. Probably not here. Admittedly, this looks terrible, and I don't know what other way he'd bolt. There's gates and stuff, but they're all pretty patrolled. He could bribe his way through here as well as anywhere else. I could intimidate some people to see if they got bribed, but that doesn't really strike me as this town's vibe when it comes to foreigners, considering they burned the food we needed. Yeah, no. Um, look, clock is ticking on this uh, flight spell, too. If we got to get somewhere fast. We got to make a decision on where to go. Back all right. Check uh, his quarters. That makes sense to me. Uh, you're theoretically sneakier and faster than I am. Do you want to do the fireworks and I'll do his quarters because we are running out of time now? Okay, yeah. Uh, and uh, I'll go to fireworks and if uh, Butthole's there and, you know, I'm going to assume that he's dead in his quarters, um, I'll come likely on foot 
to the quarters at that point. So great. If he's if I find a body or I catch this motherfucker, I will go up on the walls of the castle and I have a a lightning bolt that I can fire into the sky and I will fire it into the sky so you can see it. It's it's really just a bolt for my weapon. I can fire it once per day. It turns into <laughs> lightning. We don't need to get into this. It was given to me a ways back and it's been on my sheet ever since and I haven't really used it. But I've had Reginald, it for about a I wasn't going to ask. Spell time is running out. Oh, sorry, we are a hundred feet in the yeah, air. I got it. If you see a lightning bolt hit the palace or go up to the sky, I got a body or a guy. Okay. <laughs> Break. <laughs> I just, I go. <laughs> sure. Yeah, all right. Uh, that all happens. I, I, I got... I got nothing. I got nothing for that one. Yeah, I forgot um, about that one, didn't you, Tom? <laughs> yeah. This episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell T-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful and can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B D-U-M-B-S now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. The hosts of Dum Dums and Dragons are 420 friendly all year round, which is why we are excited to have IndiCloud back as a sponsor. As IndiCloud gets ready for summer, they're rolling out a new product, Dank Sickles. <laughs> It's got a great name, and I've never seen anything like this before. A summertime popsicle with 20 milligrams of cannabis. These bad boys come in wild cherry and blue race flavors, and you can mix and match with a pack of five or go with your flavor of choice. Danksicles are strong enough to share, but mellow enough to take to your next beach day or vacation. And unlike your sketchy neighborhood shop or dealer, IndiCloud gives you savings on every single order. It could be through their gold rewards program, their subscribe and save deals, or our special promo code just for Dum Dums and Dragons listeners. 
years. So please, right now, get 30% off your purchase. Head to indecloud.co slash dumdums to get 30% off your first order. And tell them that Dumdums and Dragons sent you. That's I-N-D-A-C-L-O-U-D dot C-O, not com, C-O, slash dumdums, D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S, to get 30% off your first order. And let us know how the dank sickles are. Ooh, friend, Misa Farthol, here to tell you about exciting Patreon. You know, only for $25 a month, you can send your own friend into Dum Dum's land. That's right, I call from hell to tell you you can help your friend. Want butthole not die? Oh, praise butthole. You for $25, pick NPC, design, send into Dum Dum's and Dragons, save butthole life. He need it, otherwise he die. What about King Quimby? He need friend too. $25. Send friend to King Quimby. $25 a month and you get thank you from God. That's right. Come down from best God ever. Say thank you at end of every episode. You just have to go to patreon.com slash dice. That's right. D-U-M-B. Funny word. D-U-M-B. Funny word. D-I-C-E. Useful thing. Send friends to save my friends, please. Also, you get ad-free feed or something. You know, when I was playing this uh, this, this adventure, I like wrote down some magical items uh, that some of you have have already found. I was like, yeah, I just I don't give them enough stuff. Like, I feel <laughs> like I should give them some stuff. It's been so long. Go, oh yeah, I got my fucking Shazam stick just hiding in my bag. Uh, it's only God once damn. per day, and I keep eating people's heads. It's it's very <laughs> limiting in terms of my ability to shoot from a distance. Fair point. Um, I just continue to rue any day I, I gift you items. I can't wait to see how badly you fucked me over with the weather thing three years from now. Uh, so I'll look yeah, forward seriously. to that. Um, all right. So you wait until you see what I can do with my level eight spell slot. <laughs> <laughs> Tom has left the chat. Uh, <laughs> I hope it's find new DM to deal with your bullshit because that's the one you're going to need. That's true. I can summon a planner ally. <laughs> that's level seven, but I can do it. I could pick a celestial or a fiend up to, I think, CR. There's something in there. And honestly, okay. if nice. they're planners, that's very helpful for D&D. Uh, so, you know. I don't know if it's an eighth level spell or not, but if you cast wish, you could just make Tom stay. He had, like Those are the rules. He just has to do what the wish says. Uh, we've got enough clerics around. I bet Kazos could do it. That guy seems chill. <laughs> he didn't use Cumulatively, it to save a They can do a level nine spell. <laughs> yeah, we feed enough clerics to fart hole. He can do anything. <laughs> if an right. infinite number of clerics fire an infinite number of magic missiles. If we thaumaturgy loud work. enough, Tom won't be able to deny the sound. <laughs> <laughs> this is the binding contracts that uh, that we get into when we crack the fifth edition books. Mm-hmm. All right, so Quinny, you fly off uh, towards the parade grounds, and uh, Reginald, you <sighs> off towards the uh, the black. Sounds castle. like you just said. T- told him to fuck fu- 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 off. <laughs> you just said you fuck fu- 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 off. <laughs> oh yeah, fair, fair. I mean, you know. We all got to come up with our new swears from time to time. So, yeah, um, Reginald, you're <laughs> flying to the uh, the palace. Uh, Quinny, you're going to the fair fairgrounds, the parade grounds. Uh, Quinny, since you are uh, smaller and, and faster flying, I think uh, you arrive first. It also makes sense based on the geography of where you're coming from that you would, you would hit those. So 
you, um, and again, like I know time is a very much a, a concern for you given the, that it's, it's ticking down. Uh, how, how do you land, uh, at the fairground? Uh, God damn it. Parade grounds. <laughs> uh, how do you land at the parade grounds? Um, I mean, they're not great. They're not bad. They're fairgrounds. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Tom, I'm going to reference something that I think you will appreciate. Uh, because Excellent. <laughs> I don't, I don't always do pop culture references, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. but when I do, I drink Dos Equis. Um, <laughs> so Stay I, tight on my friend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I would like to, I am flying with such speed and carrying such momentum, uh, that I basically want to, um, land uh 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 on like uh like a flagpole like an asgard f- banner flying on like a pole uh and i land on it like spider-man 2 like just he's swinging up to like face down mm-hmm. with doc ock and i land there uh i can't stick to things or anything like that so it's a very quick transition to just a mario slide down uh <laughs> uh and uh, uh i'm uh, uh uh as i'm going over the fairground here to my landing point i'm looking for uh, geese, Longadon geese. Sure. Uh, so give me a perception, please. I know normally we do investigation, but I always treat that as slightly more involved than a, a cursory glance. So, yeah. Uh, and you can roll at advantage because you're still using your, your devil sight. And I think okay. that lets you not be affected by fireworks and revels because you can just kind of okay. see, see past Thank it you. and around it. I know you want it to be Spider-Man, but it is just OG Mario. It is a bit of that. It is, it is more of that than Spider-Man. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> so Reginald Fafaz and Quinny. Woohoo! That's right. Classic <laughs> Quinny. <laughs> uh, we've made this joke about Quinny moving through a city before, by the way. <laughs> I mean, if we were thinking, he's not really a Mario, though. He's definitely like a Waluigi. Like, that's yeah, no, he's Mario-sized, though. Yeah, Everyone well, else is taller than him. Well, yeah, he's Waluigi if he's taken he's like, one hit. You know, yeah. and then yeah, it's just he's like down. toad size. <laughs> Walla Quinny, wow! Walla Quinny, I'm a Quinny. I'm gonna steal. Okay, there it works. <laughs> steal, steal. <laughs> I've that got makes Reginald his Wario. Like this, this all tracks. This all works. Oh. <laughs> wow. Um, I got a 19 on my perception check. Cool. Uh, yeah, no, no sign of this guy. Uh, you can see very clearly where the other uh, delegates are. Um, I would say you could see a very concerned Bucky. However, we established previously, Bucky is unconcerned. He saved him a spot, and that's all he said he'd do. So Qu- uh, Bucky has, has done his job. Also, again, Quinny is unaware that, that Bucky was doing that. Yep. Um, but yeah, the other delegates, aside from uh, Vinton, obviously, are very easy to spot, and there's no sign of Longadon Geese. Uh, can you roll um, me a, an insight? Insight? I think insight's what I want for this. Yeah. No modifier. That's an 11. Um, okay. That's all you get. Oh, okay. Um, not seeing him, I'm running to butthole to tell him that if Longadon Geese isn't here, uh, he's in danger and we will likely need your healing. I'm, I'm looking for him. I mean, he'd be around. It's not, it's not hard to spot oh, the king perfect. at an event like I this. wasn't sure if there was any kind of thing keeping you from doing that. If this scene can happen right now, that's great for Quinny. <laughs> he would very <laughs> much like that. Uh, like he's finished his conversation with the Oversort, so he's just glad-handing. So he's still among all the delegates, to be clear, but okay. he's he's be visible. Okay. Uh, uh, then I'm, uh, uh, I, like, sprint up to you uh and uh like like even like on paper like halfling nimbleness like just through the crowd of people like they are not impeding my movement 
uh, uh, and I get to you and I say, uh, um, uh, your majesty, a word, please, like right now? N- now? Okay. Can we talk now? Yeah, we could talk. You want to just go over there? And he just like points to a corner that's nearby, but whisperable. Yep, super good. <laughs> go over to the corner. Because there's revels and shit going on also around. So there's more background like gray noise than there was previously. Oh, 100%. Yeah, this is, yeah. This is very much a easy to have secret conversations. Yeah. Uh, Longinon Geese is uh, missing. He's implicated in uh, an attack on uh, Vinton. Uh, Charlemagne. Vinton. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, okay. Um, um, if he's not here and if he's not escaping the city where we thought he would be, he might be dead in his quarters. Could you please very quickly come with me and see if he needs medical attention? Do you know where Farthole is? No. At a ch- at the church, I'm assuming. Where else would he? Or is he here? I don't He's I don't not know. here. I saw Reginald pick him up. Okay, shit. Then I have to go with you. Uh, and in. <laughs> he just looks around knowing his hand will be here somewhere. And he's like... You're doing great. Uh, gonna need you to take over this event for an indeterminate amount of time. Mm-hmm. National emergency. Great. Should I start evacuating kind of national oh, emergency? No, no, no. This is just, uh, I, I would describe this as diplomatic incident, not we're all gonna die scale. Okay. All right. Yeah, um, if we were at evacuation, I wouldn't be like, let's keep this party going. So just like keep everybody happy. I'll be back as soon as I can. Keeping everybody happy. Great. Yep. I, I, I've got it. And then she just turns around. And she's like, who here likes swag? And immediately there's just like yells and cheers. Uh, and uh, she just starts like waving. And, and basically she's just going to do angry hotel guest stuff until people <laughs> calm down and pay attention. But yeah, she's got it. She's off doing her thing. Perfect. Then Butthole's just going to take off with Quinny, and as he goes, he's like, wow, I was not expecting swag. I wasn't sure what it was going to be. I thought it might be free drinks, and I was really worried it might be boobs or something. Get weird. <laughs> what is... What What do we have that's swag? I mean, we got a lot of rich people who aren't in their houses currently, so I mean, there's something somewhere. Oh, alright. I've had some swag then already. It's pretty good. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Horses get better. Yeah, the two of you book it towards the castle. Uh, good news is castle isn't super far away, but uh, Reginald will obviously get there first. So, Reginald, you arrive. Are you g- coming in from the ground floor and taking the I bit my alt-universe dad's head off in this elevator elevator, or are you pulling a chompy and just, like, he only needs landing to get to on the, the balcony? He only needs to get to the third floor. So he'd land on the floor because, like, a ground, ground floor courtyard and then just book it up the steps for, like, three stories because... The top's considerably higher. Great. Okay, yeah. So you you make it up. Uh, obviously, like, people are saluting you as you go. Um, you make it to the delegate floor, which, of course, isn't patrolled or anything. It's it's guarded, so just, like, no random asshole can walk in. Um, but, uh, yeah, you you book it past the uh, the two guards uh, and head just beeline it straight to Longinon Geese's room. You know, he was the last one in. Um, the... Uh, the door is slightly ajar as you approach. Hammer out, baby. Uh, he's going to open that door, but be ready to kick ass or get ass kicked. Uh, so you enter the room and uh, there is, uh, it, it's clearly been tossed. Like the, the room is is in, in disarray. Uh, there is a, uh, a body uh, on sitting on a chair that's been knocked over. Uh, and against the back wall is just a giant blast mark, um, that is, uh, 
only it's got like an outline of uh, shoulders uh, and kind of upper torso. Um, no, no sign of head. Uh, and sure enough, in looking at the body, uh, the the body is very dead. Uh, there is no head uh, on on the body whatsoever. It's been blasted clean off. There's burn marks kind of all the way down the uh, uh, the chest. Uh, and seems to be wearing the the livery that Longadon Geese was. That said, without the head, it is rather difficult to know. Alrighty. Well, he's going to reach into his bag and he's going to take out a gem. And Reginald's going to crack it and snort. And then he's just going to get smarter. You see him take out glasses, <laughs> and he just looks like cleverer. His focus is more like a laser as he tries to solve this crime. If he was a book, he just went from like. Jack Reacher to Kenneth Branagh with a he grows a mustache. They're too popular amongst detectives. He has a mustache. He's there. He's ready. Uh, he, he is. He has grown uh, more sagacious. He used sagacity. Um, so what, he, what was that word you just said? He's grown more sagacious. Sagacious. Sag- is that I like? Think a, I think it's sagacious. I've literally never heard that word in it's my wise. life. It means so. wise. We can debate the pronunciation, but he has become more of a sage. He has yeah, become wise. metal as hell. Yeah. More of those things. So he, uh, he makes up words. He's so fucking smart. He's the William <laughs> Shakespeare of his era. Um, but uh, it gives him a bonus to his intelligence save. He would like to approach this body, Tom. And he would like to use grim psychometry Hell yeah. on it to see if he can learn about it. Because as we've established across many shows, corpses are just objects now. They were, they were, what are you going to do? DM, is he a creature? I heal him. Is yeah. he an object? I'm, I'm checking that shit out. I'm going detective mode. <laughs> So uh, he will he will he will use his grim psychometry. So he rolls a a history check that he has advantage on uh, to learn uh, about dark objects he is touching or dark the places he is present in. It focuses on the darker aspects of the history uh, and can convey images or history I wasn't previously aware of on higher rolls. So we got to see what the roll is, and then it's up to you what I see. Gotcha. That is a seventeen. 17. Okay. Uh, so as you, you know, with your new sagacity, let's go with that. I like it. <laughs> with my smarts. With my, my Branagh smarts. Yeah. Your, your big old, yeah. Well, uh, the, the, the little gray cells, uh, your Branagh. Oof. I got three extra yeah. ridges in my brain. I'm so fucking Kenneth, ready. Kenneth Branagh, take your pick. Which, which, which way, which way do you want the portmanteau to go? It's a, it's a multi. If Quinny was helping me, it'd be Quinneth Brainaw. <laughs> Good God! <laughs> no, Tom, I, it's okay. Just, just, just leave the I'm moment trying, behind. Power just through it. I'm trying. I'm trying. I don't know. See, so your nose is bleeding. I don't know my way. <laughs> I forgot the name of the the. I'm just. I have to admit this. I forgot the name of the detective from Nine Knives Out. So I oh. almost said Dom oh. DeLuise. <laughs> Benoit Blanc's oh. accent is not that far from Dom yeah. DeLuise. I wish I could do a Dom DeLuise. Well, then, you know right what now. we could say about Reginald? It's always been true. His mind is a Blanc. <laughs> oh. Get out. Yep. 
Yeah. <laughs> did I just cycle four or five Clouseau jokes that don't work? Sure did. Uh, but let's see uh, what Clouseaus I can find at the scene. Yeah, let's Jessica fletch you some information. Um, <laughs> Sherlock. <laughs> I said one too. <laughs> Laura, it's your turn. Say a mystery. I'm the thing. editor. I'm just gonna... <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, all getting pared down significantly. <laughs> no, I'm the producer. It won't. <laughs> I send this shit back with oh, feedback. Man. I'll be like, mm, put it back in. Where, where's my clue so joke? <laughs> they need to hear me, Jessica Fletcher, some information. <laughs> All right, Tom, flash me. What do I got? So in looking at the body... And uh, sort of starting to get an, an, an image uh, in your mind. Although, again, I do like the idea of Reginald suddenly being uh, much more academic and sagely as he does this. Like a lot more, hmms, um, as, as uh, he strokes his majestic, weird, brand on double stash. Um, you uh, you can sort of get a sense of, of Longan on Geese uh, and, and some of the crimes he, he committed. This is him. Uh, you can tell from, from your psychometry largely because you can see... Um, him like tampering with the bottles to give his uh, his minions the the the, the beast power ups and hand them off to them. That said, a seventeen isn't super high for for this particular uh, kind of situation. So, in terms of what you get, you 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 can see that uh, you can see in my head whenever you use grim psychometry it's like a weird mix of uh any of the detective vision or eagle vision or anything else things from video games but also that super fast cut in uh ghost ship where they just cut through every bad thing everyone on the ship is doing simultaneously so you get like um little glimpses of uh the lengths you'll go to um in order to uh, sort of better his his station in the eyes of the queen um, so just kind of minor acts of uh, of sabotage or with just within like and again you're low roll so you're not really seeing very clearly what he's done but you do get the sense that like he he was very much any chance he had to move himself forward uh, or move himself up in her esteem uh, he was he was willing to do. Having looked at the body, he would then like to try to grim psychometry the outline on the wall, like go up and engage with that to see if he can get any hints about the killer. Sure. Because he, he looks like a detective, but he really needs magic to do anything that's worth a shit. <laughs> Just like real detectives. That is a dirty 20. Dirty 20. All right, so yeah, this is very clearly a a close range spell of some sort. Uh, it it is um, someone was very clearly very close. It's almost a point blank shot. Obviously, it caused a lot of uh, damage. You can tell from with the dirty twenty. You can tell that they likely would have had to cast something to dampen the sound of whatever this was because uh, it was not quiet. Uh, also from kind of the position of the blast radius and the body, uh, this, it seems as though long Don geese, um, he wasn't caught unawares. He seemed, was seemingly in a chair, possibly having a conversation with someone when this happened. So the fact that it is such a clear outline and the fact that his hands aren't bound to the chair or anything is, uh, of note. Okay. Uh, 
he would go back out and to the guards at the end of the hall uh, and and just say, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta try to do this voice for a second. Oh, because you've changed. You have a voice for... Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's a pleasure to talk with you two, but uh, what I need to know is, is Fallon Meyer Pink Blossom still inside her rooms? Uh, and they look shocked at this voice coming out of Reginald, but also he's wearing glasses now, so this all tracks. Uh, and uh, one of them steps forward and says, uh, no, sir, she's uh, attending the festivities. All of the envoys uh, have left except for uh, Longadon Geese. Well, thank you. Shit. Uh, and he's going to turn and go back to the room, uh, and he would like to see, is there a window in this fucking room? Is there is, a window? I think there aren't. Honestly, the way I described okay, the, the cool. Black Castle earlier, there might be a... Hey, you know what? No, in my head, it's a closed room. I honestly mm-hmm. feel like with the amount of paranoia going on, it's like the upper floor gets the, the, <laughs> the 360 rotating restaurant. But for a lot of these these rooms, I although that said, I do think we described Falmire Pink Blossom as having a window. But the windows are barred. We said there were canonically yes, yes. some windows, but they are barred. It was yeah, not described yeah, in this room. It's, it's a heavy Fallon, metal Sauron yeah. situation. It's not. That makes sense. Okay, so no window. That makes sense in this room. All right, then he's just going to, like, close the door and, like, sit outside it on a chair and think about what he saw in the scene. He's going to try to to paint a a mental picture. There's got to be some way that I could put together what happened in there, he says to himself, taking out a scroll and, like, drawing. He's not a good drawer. He's still fucking bad at dexterity. So it's, like, shitty drawings trying to do mental math to solve this. Great. At which point, uh, I think it's pretty safe to say that Quinny and Butthole, you arrive back at uh, the Black Castle. Uh, you arrive to find a long hallway uh, at the end of which sits uh, Reginald slash Benoit Blanc slash Poirot <laughs> um, puzzling away and drawing. Uh, the two guards snap to attention. Uh, and Well, that doesn't look good. Uh, Reginald? Hey, um, can we can we uh, discuss inside those uh, those quarters? We can. Also, don't make any too surprise sounds. The gods don't know nothing. Uh, and he's gonna open the door and let them into the room, and then step in behind them and close it. Oh, oh fuck! That man. guy's dead. Oh, quieter, less surprised. Remember, <laughs> I'm not and also surpri- not literally saying what you're looking at. Okay. Uh, Longadon Geese is looking great. Nice haircut. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. This is insane. What the fuck happened here? He doesn't have a head. That's really annoying. Um. (laughs) For him, too, I bet. Um. I bet he's pretty chill about it since he's in hell. Um. (sighs) All right, so we can't revivify him, and I can't speak to Dad because he doesn't have a mouth. He's just got, like, a neck hole, and that's not going to be useful. Um, okay, then maybe, <laughs> as king, maybe you're maybe you're out of here. Maybe you're more important somewhere else. Maybe. Like, I, I don't want to tell you what to do, but I, 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 I thought of you when I thought of healing, reviving. Yeah. Just a, just a second. Let me, let me run through my magic for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I have a much shorter list of spells <laughs> to look at and okay. yeah, most just of them takes about... the body to the window and makes it fly yeah <laughs> well, he's alive right <laughs> <So>, Tom <laughs> 
I have a question for you. Uh huh. Because I want to make sure I'm not fucking you over in a way you weren't aware of. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm going to level with you, and we can cut this if this is a thing. Yeah. No. No. I'm, bring I it. I want to fuck Technically, you over with your eyes wide open. Res- <laughs> Look at me while I fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Always do. Let's go. Yeah. Um, resurrection, which is a spell I have at seventh level. It takes an hour, but I can touch a dead creature that has been dead for no more than a century that didn't die of old age and isn't undead. If its soul is free and willing, it returns to life. And this spell uh, closes all mortal wounds and restores any missing body parts. But up until now, we've been using smashed head as a no come back to life thing. Mm. And I don't want to spring this on you if that was your like, this is a fun mystery. We've, we've yeah. been using smashed head as can't bring back to life. So that's why I'm also happy to just keep that. Our no, I, know, I, know, yeah, I appreciate that. That was that, the Revivify stopgap, right? Yeah, that was Revivify the can't. Uh, raised dead can't. There's like all the, the smaller ones all can't do it. This yeah. one, the soul has to be willing, but I didn't mm-hmm. want to like... I have a new spell we haven't used outside of fart hole, which was pretty fucking dumb, yeah. but majestic. <laughs> Do the fart hole voice. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta bring back that guy? I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people bring back. This, I'm sure there's 8,000 people in town. There's probably someone who's better. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, if you're gonna raise the dead, raise local. <laughs> Raise local. <laughs> Yay! I wish he was here. <laughs> One of the interesting challenges about the level we're at is just like this is this is the kind of game we're playing now. So when I'm planning these sorts of things, how do I go about it? But also it opens up some interesting side questions. All right, so a lot of the like the stuff I've done previously, no head means game over. But I'm getting more powerful now that I'm a god. And that means like once a day, maybe <laughs> looks at his internal character sheet. Not pretty, but may, maybe twice, but yeah, I could do cool other stuff. I, I could bring someone all the way back from the dead, even if they don't have a head. Well, all right, I brought the right guy. I'm just trying to think if there are ethical ramifications for this. That's me for King, but he's a criminal, but I could do this. Uh, uh, foreign nation, this could prevent a war. Look, I haven't told you everything, you know, but what do you really know? Is he's been implicated? Maybe that is he's true. innocent. Uh, you found, you know, uh, I don't know how much of this is is public information, but you know, uh, uh, a delegate has been found dead, and and our good king is bringing him back. Yes, that is true. The thing to keep in mind is, and then he's back, and the implications of that, if he has done bad shit also exist that's why the top cop is here too the best the the best team is in this room uh yes reginald are you smarter than usual right now (laughs) yes uh oh okay uh well i guess you're the heir to the throne so fuck this all right here's the question that we have to ask ourselves uh and it's not a super easy question uh do we want to establish uh, outside of we spread the myth of the Resurrectors, but I wasn't like actively doing that. Do we want to establish that I can do that definitively on an ongoing basis, knowing that Vassar are afraid of people who are trying to become gods? 
And are we in worse trouble if he's dead, but it's not our fault? Or if we bring him back to life and then he tried to have someone assassinated when I said all the envoys, if they are acted against, is an act against me. And that theoretically means uh, if I can't convince his queen to just sell him the fuck out, that we are now at war with Demara. Oh, I think I'm seeing this differently than you are. Um, and maybe that's why you're king and I'm not. But the way I see it is this guy had his head blown off. Uh, all right, look, no restraints. So he either did it to himself or he knew the person who did it to him, right? Uh, I don't think he did it to himself. Okay. <laughs> I so, grim psychometried the man. It doesn't add up. Excellent. Okay. So we bring him back. He gets a shot at some payback. He, my thinking is he wants to cooperate. A new, a, a second lease on life. Isn't that great? Even if, you know, we arrest him and question him, he's still got a life to look forward to. Uh, uh, and who knows? Maybe we can bargain with him about a little bit of parole or something like that. You know, we, we, we've just liberated an entire city-state under that exact kind of premise of, look, yeah, you were into some bad shit. You were under corrupt, evil, necro-whatever leadership. We're here now. You cooperate with us. We can maybe make a little compromise happen. If you're still loyal to the people who've been fucking you over, and in this case, blowing your head up, Hey, look, it's a real quick way to punch your ticket and send you right back where we, we got you from. I, I just don't see the downside. I mean, what? It comes out that, uh, you know, what if it comes out that you could have done something for this guy and you didn't? Isn't that just as bad? And I'm not asking rhetorically. I really don't know. This political shit kind of blows my mind. I just... Uh, I'm small room kind of Quinny. We're in a small room with just the three of us having this conversation. Nobody else knows this is going on. This is such a contained little box. I want to do what we can to we help need, ourselves. I don't know need, about the wider world. We need the, the chief justice here. We need the chief justice because I don't know the legal ramifications. The right to life would mean if we're starting to... I don't know what the godlike implications are of bringing back somebody who's just an absolute piece of shit. And... I don't know what the king complications are. If people find out I can do this once or twice a day, who gets their loved one and who doesn't? And how much of me am I not able to use for the royal things because I'm stuck healing? It, it's, there's a lot here that I don't know how to do, and I think we need the legal rep to help me figure this out. Can we, can we get her? I'll uh, go talk to the guards to get her summoned. Thanks, Reginald. Cool voice. Thank you. <laughs> this episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at El Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at DelBorovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. 
are, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire on Friendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn 1138, Alorain Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia De Los Hoodless, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, Gus Schreider, The Long Family, Jordan Oliver, Richard Wright, Brittany Fenwick, Alex Parr, Old Man Mojo, Dragonfly, The Body Barrelers, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Space Podity. An actual play D&D Spelljammer podcast. In Space Podity, four adventurers visit the worlds and vex the GMs of other actual play shows. Keep listening for a sneak peek and please subscribe so you don't miss the first episodes set in the campaign of the long-running Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Acting Captain's Log. We've crashed our flying birdbath mansion. Long story. The party of groundling adventurers on board is kind and heroic, but untrusting, and is staring at me. It consists of a traumatized minotaur. You, you want to see traumatized? A spooky Asimar child. I'm an adult An now. adult Asimar child, whom I suspect to be enthralled by a hidden power, and the most headstrong elf I have ever met, and that includes Rascal Gar, the cataclysmically reckless, from the former Rajanon Zed. Sounds fun. Also, the mansion's kitchens are out of ale. How am I gonna function? Space Podity. Find us wherever your podcasts are. <laughs>